Hello and welcome once again. This is the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you're very welcome to this channel. Today I have a short word from the Lord before I go into the first prophecy for this day. Um, read the description box first before you start these videos, please. Uh, I'm hoping to make this a habit so that as soon as you see there's a video up, you'll pause it and read the description box and if the video looks grainy to you or if it's not clear, please check the quality that should be down at your phone or up if you're using a laptop or a tablet. It should be up in the three dots menu and then just check quality and put the video in the highest available quality, which should be 780p or 1080p so that it's not um, a problem for your eyes. But I just like to welcome all of you on this Sabbath day. This is the day that the Lord has made and we should rejoice and be glad in it. Um, let, let our hearts not be moved by what is going on around us. You know, the Lord speaking to me about these two kings in, uh, that appear in the book of Isaiah. One is called Rezin and one is the son of Remalia. His name is Pekah. And these two kings, one of them is the king of Syria and the other one is another king somewhere else. And they constantly used to ally themselves together and come and they would trouble Israel. And when that happened, Israel used to be in such fear. Israel was in such fear and their hearts were always moved when these kings came against them. But the Lord sent a prophecy and uh, he sent the prophecy by Isaiah and he said that Isaiah, name your son this and let Israel know, it was a very complicated name. Um, and he said, let Israel know that before your son even knows to ask in his native tongue for curds and honey, I would have done away with these two smoking firebrands. So I, I was very interested by this. And then just before I came, uh, the Lord told me to open my Bible and I came to Isaiah chapter nine. Um, you might be able to see that this is a chapter I spend a lot of time in. The Lord brings me to this chapter a lot, and that's because there is a saying here that he is constantly using, unfortunately, against the, the nation of the United States. And that phrase is, for all this, his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. So uh, unfortunately, I hear this snippet all the time, all the time, the Lord just brings it up. And when he brings it up, I know that he is telling me the judgments against the United States are set. They will not be changed. They will not be taken away. They will not be moved. The Lord will not be moved. Um, excuse me, please. The Lord will not be moved. He will not change his mind concerning the judgments to come to this nation. And what this phrase means this is not the main phrase that he wanted me to read, but I will get to it. What this particular phrase means is for all the things that the Lord will do, he has not yet exhausted his anger against America. For all this, his anger is not turned away, meaning that there will come flooding, but his anger is not yet exhausted. There will come fires, but his anger is not yet exhausted. There will come civil unrest, but his anger is not yet exhausted. There will come extreme weather. Things will happen in this nation to batter this nation 
and to greatly deplete her strength. Brothers and sisters understand that when this nation goes through a hurricane, when this nation experiences a typhoon, when this ex nation experiences extreme flooding or the fires that we've seen or that unbelievable situation, I think it was in 2018 into 2019 where that volcano in Hawaii was going off for months. Understand, brothers and sisters, that that volcano did not go off for a limited amount of time. That volcano went off for months. What happened is that the press stopped covering it as they do when they no longer want the public to put their attention on something. So they stopped covering it, but I was watching that volcano and that volcano basically made a whole new world in in Hawaii. So when, when the press stops covering these things, it doesn't mean that the devastation, the loss of property, the heartbreak, and the huge relocation efforts that are required, relocating thousands of people who have lost their homes, lost their properties, as we saw in Katrina, and that kind of thing. This doesn't mean that that effort has stopped. Actually, that thing goes on, but because the media moves on, America forgets. America only remembers what the media wants her to remember. They are an unbelievable, deceptive, deceptive device that controls the soul of this nation and makes the heart of this nation move like trees in the wind according to the desire and according to the direction and according to where they want you to place your eye. So God's hand will still be stretched out when volcanoes go off. God's hand is stretched out when people lose their homes, when there's flooding, when there's other natural disasters that afflict and affect the population of America. God's hand will still be stretched out when there's strange weather phenomena and the weather people lie to you and just tell you, this is a super storm. I've never seen any other weather people telling people, this is a super storm. This is a super, super snowstorm. This is a super, super mega duper rainfall. These people use language to stir up our hearts. And there's too many people who still think that they can get the truth from the news. But this morning, um, I'm just so happy because Saturday is my favorite day. This is my day to be with God. And he was talking to me this morning. You would never know that he was talking to me about difficult things from the way I'm beaming in this video. But, you know, um, I think it says in Proverbs that uh, the understanding of the Lord makes our stern faces to beam. So if you're downcast this morning, if you're depressed, if there's so much heaviness in your life, brothers and sisters, there is nothing like a good dose of scripture. Just Pick a place wherever your heart is leading you or allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. But I promise you that after you come out of that place, uh, you, you will feel lighter and you will feel brighter. God took a weight away from me today, I have to say. He took um, something that was at the back of my mind and brought it to the front of my mind so that I would, I would address it. So before I came to you, I was addressing it. And even if it's not perfect, I know that because I made a start on it, that's why I'm happy. So uh, 
here's the portion of scripture that God wanted me to read out. It's Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 to 7. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice. From that time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. And what God wanted me to say to you, America, is that he is your king. You are in an unprecedented fourth day of waiting for the announcement of a king. All the Lord Jesus said to me this morning is celestial. I am their king. When this Emmanuel prophecy was announced, that a child would be born, that a son would be given, upon whom showed, whose shoulder the government will rest. This is an announcement to the whole world that you have a ruler. It doesn't matter if you live in a country where you're not allowed to express your views. It doesn't matter if you live in a country today where you're not allowed to own one of these and to worship your God in peace, to congregate as we're being prevented from here now in the United States. Not every state is allowed to go to church. Not every church has been able to reopen. Not every church has survived. Um, the, the early months of the pandemic, many, many churches closed because they could not keep the rigorous and the stringent requirements of the six feet distancing and the constant disinfecting of everyone and the checking of the forehead for temperature. And so many, many houses of worship closed and they have not yet reopened. The church has been driven underground in a way, but this is not real underground. I'm not claiming that. But just understand that no matter where you find yourself this morning, you have a king. You have a king. I have a king. I, Celestial, am, con am constantly under the government of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I pray that that encourages someone today. It's a beautiful day today. It's not raining in New York. We actually have some sunshine, um, and I'm grateful for that. So let us go to the prophecy. It's a very brief one, so hopefully I'll be able to do another video. It's a brief one, and this prophecy is continuing the theme that I have started. I said that I am going to be proclaiming forth uh, the prophecies of war that will be coming to the United States. So all the United States prophecies are now about to be proclaimed. This will probably be a very long series it may be interrupted if the Lord tells me to do another type of prophecy, but unless he does, we will be covering the United States. This prophecy came to me last year, June the 7th, 2019, and it's simply entitled Arrows. So what happened was um, I was sleeping. It was the weekend, I think. Anyway, I was fast asleep, and then I heard the cry in my room, Arrows, right? So I hear this cry, and of course, I had to wake up. So I woke up and it was four o'clock in the morning. And when I woke up, it was as if I was not in my room. It, it's as if I was in a street in Manhattan. So I was in Manhattan and I was between the buildings and I stood 
and I was looking up and the sky was dark. So it was nighttime or twilight and the sky was lit up with arrows, which is what I really think the Bible calls missiles. Um, yeah, I think that's what the Bible is talking about. But I saw, anyway, in this modern time, I saw tons of missiles. There were so many missiles. I shared in yesterday's videos that um, I have no idea how it is possible to save up this many missiles, this many nukes for America alone. But whatever these nations are doing or will do in the future, they have armaments that the UN's weapons inspectors, everybody was looking at Iraq and talking about WMDs, and we know that we never found any weapons of mass destructions, destruction that was all a pretense. But if there's anywhere that people should be looking, it is definitely towards the conquering nations that will come because the amount of nukes that they have to spare in these in these um, visions is extraordinary. So I say, I, I hear the cry in my sleep and I have to wake up. It's 4.41 New York time that I had this. I look up and I'm in the streets of New York City's Manhattan and the sky over me is a terrifying scene. Tons of missiles, so many in one small space. All of them have burst the front tip and they are fizzing a dangerous red ball of fire. It looks like many firecrackers about to fall like rain on the cities of New York and Chicago. I cannot believe what I see. It looks like a movie, but these missiles have already passed the crescendo stage and they are curving to connect on land. It is real. So what I saw is that the missiles had already, they already left wherever it is that they came from and they already had peaked at the top of the curve and then they were now in the descent stage. So that's why it looked like so many arrows. And what's odd is I had never seen this in a movie before, but I saw it in the vision is that missiles have a front that comes off like a cap. I did not know that. Um, let me see if I can hold up the picture. It was the first time that I had ever seen this um, there. I think you might be able to see that. I went on the internet and I just typed in, does the top of missiles come off? And apparently they do, they do. So, uh, that's what I saw, that the top of them came off and it was just like these ones. If you go to the blog, just check the link, you'll see it. And then, and then a vo the voice that had said arrows, the voice said, release the arrows over the skies of New York City and San Francisco. And I wrote, these arrows are not made of wood. I see bright, fiery, combustible arrows carrying phosphorescent heat, arrows of destruction, I see a rain of missiles over the following places, New York, Golden Gate, San Francisco, Chicago. This word is not for now, it is for a coming time. The Lord says, be mindful, you will see this come to pass. So this is clearly talking about a time of war, even though I don't know if we can call it war or just call it a sudden ambush where people just show up and have tons of missiles and just loose them against um, an unsuspecting population. And of course, you don't need me to explain what the fallout or the outcome of that will be. 
So that is the prophecy arrows, June 7, 2019. Thank you for being with me. I am celestial. Let us keep these things in prayer. Yes, the Lord has said to me anyway, that these judgments will not be changed. However, God was saying something very interesting to me yesterday about repentance. And he was saying that individual repentance carries so much weight with him. We spend all this time congregating and we're crying out, Lord, save America, Lord, do this and do that. And, and, and he keeps asking me, right? Are the people who are interceding repenting of their personal sins? Are you clearing your sins before God? Are you asking for forgiveness? Are you stepping away from the things that make you defiled in the eyes of the Father? Are you saying, no more will I return like a dog to my vomit? Or if you're somebody and you're new to this, you're not a Christian, you're living in, you're just, you're the president of your own life. You're living exactly how you feel. As you listen to these words and maybe the Holy Spirit is tugging at your heart, touching you and, and asking you to think, does your life glorify God? Do you know God? Do you know that there is a God? Do you know that no matter what they're telling you at atheist school, a.k.a. the college campuses of the United States, that there is a God and that he existed before they built the first universities in this country. He existed before this country became a nation and you will meet up with him after this nation is bombed into oblivion. Now, if that is the way you exit this world, if you do not convert if you do not become a Christian, and if you're not someone who God has marked and chosen to live until the rapture, are you ready to have a conversation with that person at the end of your life? If you're not, there'll be a link in the description box below where you can go and find out more about what it takes to be a Christian, what it, need, what it means to give your life over to Jesus Christ. And hopefully you'll come over to um, the side that no matter what has a king. I am Celestial. This is the Master's Voice. Thank you so much for being with me and uh, take care.